0: the top of the show I discussed why I believe the Trudeau government is guilty of politicizing a very highly charged case involving the shooting death of an indigenous man who was shot and killed by a white man and the case being heard and is being decided by yes a white jury which came back with an acquittal now I didn't cover the case I don't know the evidence so I'm not going to litigate it but I think aside from the outrage of the victim's family which is perfectly understandable And the knee-jerk reaction of politicians, that is what, you know, has got me riled up. Because once again, it illustrates the speed to which they are willing to undermine our justice system to score political points. Here's what the prime minister said following the verdict.
1: I speak on behalf of millions of Canadians when uh, I say that our hearts go out to uh, Colton Bushy's family, uh, his mum Debbie, uh, his friends, uh, and the entire community. I'm not going to comment on the process that led us to this point today, uh, but I am going to say we have come to this point as a country uh, far too many times. Really? Indigenous people across this country are uh, angry, they're heartbroken, uh, and I know Indigenous and non-Indigenous Canadians alike uh, know that we have to do better.
0: Or a guy who said he wasn't going to comment on the matter, I mean, at what point does your verbal diarrhea clear up, my friend? It is just ridiculous, that comment that he made. Now, it's understandable for a prime minister to feel empathy, but he should not have said anything further. Because the case still needs to go through an appeal process, and that process, I don't know how you get that forward. It's tainted. But even worse, our justice minister, the woman in charge of making laws in this country, she didn't just step on the line. She eviscerated it by casting doubt over the entire process. Implying that the jury was racist? I mean, this, to me, is a perfect example of how activism on behalf of government is crushing the rule of law. I want to bring in Sean Robichaud to the conversation. He is a criminal lawyer. Good to have you, sir.
1: Hi, Alex. Thanks for having me on.
0: I want your reaction because I certainly follow a lot of lawyers on Twitter and... You know, this certainly caught a lot of attention from the lawyers. Your your gut reaction to what you were hearing.
1: Well, it was it was shock and I feel that uh, as of late, I mean, it's not the newest of things, but as of late, there seems to be a real um, free-for-all on the attack of the justice system. And this has a really corrosive effect upon the public's perception of it and its confidence upon it. And we can't forget that in order for a proper functioning uh, democracy, this is an important branch of of, of that uh, system. And if you lose that confidence, then it's no longer a right or left or center issue. It's that no one has confidence in the justice system anymore, and then you simply have uh, no confidence in the law, and and arguably eventually um, no no law at all. And so that that's the real concern that I think a lot of lawyers have expressed um, on uh, social media and and other uh, other places. And what's uh, I find particularly uh, offensive about Uh, This comment and, you know, I I appreciate now that there seems to be some um, distancing from it, but I think it was very clear what was being said at the time. And if it wasn't a direct attack, it was certainly an indirect attack. And what was done is calling into question the um, the result of, of a jury verdict. And it's bad enough when judges are criticized for whatever backgrounds or whatever they may have. But when you criticize a jury, uh, 12 members of the community who are randomly selected uh, to come forward and do their civic duty to uh, impose a fair and just verdict, Um, that's, that's really reprehensible to me, and it's aggravated even further by the fact that those jurors have no ability to defend themselves, uh, in the rationale that they implied to, the rationale they applied to get to their verdict, because it's, it's illegal, it's a criminal act to talk about what deliberations took place. So I see it as a real, uh, cheap shot, and it's a cheap shot that has really profound effects, and it's, it's very destructive, it's divisive, and uh, I don't think it helps the situation whatsoever.
0: Not to mention to any other jury out there uh, looking at a case right now, if there is any tinge of ethnicity, whether the person accused is, is black, white, green, purple, whatever, uh, they must be looking at this and saying, oh God, what if I come back and I don't think this person's guilty, but you know, I will be accused of being racist. So there's that one chill effect. And the other thing is, how do you get this case through the appeal process, uh, when in my view, it's pretty tainted.
1: You raised two very uh, important and I think uh, troubling concerns. And you're right. Uh, Now, every jury uh, who is now sitting in Canada, uh, who's dealing with a person of colour, I think is going to have reservations about the verdict that they're going to be delivering. And more importantly to this case, uh, I can tell you as a defense lawyer, from what I can see on its face, and again, I don't know the facts inside out, but but there has to be uh, impartiality. A person has a constitutional right to have an impartial jury. And the statements made not just by the Prime Minister, but from my point of view, more problematically from the Justice yeah. Minister... Uh, surely must have an effect on uh, how a jury is going to approach their case. And even if an appeal was successful, it may be, it may not. We just don't know at this point in time. We don't know if the Crown has an intention to do so. But if that uh, retrial was granted... Uh, I certainly, as a defense lawyer, would be arguing that a stay of proceedings is required because uh, a person can no longer be afforded a fair uh, and impartial tribunal for the very reasons you've you've stated, in that they're going to be second-guessing themselves in delivering an acquittal, even if that that jury, newly composed, has has gone about it a completely different way.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Justice Minister is not walking back her comments. In fact, she met with the family today. And look, I get it. It's fine to put out thoughts to a family who's gone through this process, they've lost a loved one. It is expected that there would be uh, emotion there. But this is a case that is also unique because of the racial tensions, which were uh, documented really at the beginning of the trial, that this is a, a rural setting in Saskatchewan where uh, these issues have been heightened and um, and there's tension. Um, but, you know, here you've got this justice minister who has said there are problems in the system. And I'm not sure how you go about having the conversation now, of changing the system when I don't actually think she's objective.
1: I agree. And, and uh, you know, I would go further and to say that it, it, you, you certainly as a human being, you feel uh, sympathy for the family. There's no question that I, I think in a respect, Justin Trudeau is right in, this, in saying that millions of Canadians feel that sympathy of the death of a loved one. But as the specific role as an elected leader, as a minister of justice, you can't personify cases, you can't step into the fray in any way. And in my view, it includes meeting with the victims or uh, the family or or expressing any opinion whatsoever on the case, because doing so uh, causes all these problems that we've just discussed. And this again this this has to be done across the board and and you know I, I we saw this recently um, with with um, uh, the case of Patrick boundm where mm-hmm. people are, are jumping in uh, uh, talking about uh, saying things like one word Gian meshi you know that, yeah. that sort of the commentary has a really corrosive effect and that lasts and it, we only have one justice system uh, politicians come and go political tides wax and wane but 20 years down the road, we will still have the same justice system. And if you degradate it by these sorts of comments and, and basically telling all of the nation it's okay to have no confidence in the justice system, uh, that is extremely dangerous, and from a lawyer's point of view, uh, I know firsthand, and I think if you speak to any lawyer, and I'm certainly your coverage in, in in watching a lot of these cases firsthand, juries actually do a very good job. They treat their role extremely yeah. seriously, and overall, uh, you know, I, I actually find jurors uh, deliver a far more just uh, result than even judges who are judicially trained. Uh, I feel they just have a, a very strong, intuitive sense of justice, and to degrade that uh, by commenting on a case by someone in their position is wholly unacceptable.
0: Yeah, I, I tend to agree. And look, uh, you know, when they pick juries, um, you know, both the Crown and the defense uh, have a say in which jurors are picked. And if the, the defense does not want that juror, then they can say no, they can reject that person. Um, clearly, in this case, there were uh, indigenous jurors who could have been chosen. They were not for whatever reason. But. Um, but do you get the sense, will the legal community now have any trust in the Justice Minister if, in fact, she does bring changes? Now, I'm not suggesting there aren't changes necessarily. There very well could be changes that are, are necessary. But has she proved that she can't be objective here?
1: Um, I don't know if i go so far as to say that. I mean, uh, the fact that... that you know, today um, I know you may not have seen it, but I, I believe there was something reported on the CBC that she was talking about. Her comments um, were only about the justice system in general, and personally, I don't accept that because the timing of it and the nature and the way the comments came out, it was very specific about the case. Mm. But I, I do think that there is going to be a bit of a confidence issue moving forward. And I too, I mean, I I, I very much agree that there's always improvements that can be happened upon the, the justice system, and they, this may be an instance of it. But you can't just make these broad generalizations to say that this particular case had problems without delving into it. And I should add, you know, this this issue of jury composition was dealt with in a re- relatively recent case uh, called Coco Paness. Yep. Uh, the Supreme Court of Canada in 2015 dealt with jury composition and this similar issue, except in that case, it was the aboriginal accused on trial uh, composed of an all-white a uh, 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 jury, yeah, and that, in that case, they found that because there was an objective measure to select the jury in a random way, it passed the the test of 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 what was guaranteed under the charter. Um, now, some judges dissented in that, and so it shows that there is certainly a constructive dialogue to be had. But um, these issues are complicated, and to just try and. Solve them by these these um, I think are very inflammatory statements. It really doesn't help us pull up our sleeves as lawyers and judges and justice ministers to do the objective job that needs to be done. Yeah, the, this I, sort of work to make the justice system work. Um, sorry to ramble, but just yeah, no, I've got, spot,
0: <laughs> I got to get to break. The, uh, right. Yeah,
1: the, the, These these sorts of. Um, things that need to be done to improve the justice system are done in, in behind closed doors. They're done in a way that is done in many ways, thankless ways. But, but you can't, uh, as I see it, grandstand to try and achieve some political uh, clout from reacting to a particular verdict and trying to achieve that.
0: I tend to agree. Thanks for joining us, Sean. Appreciate it.
1: Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks for having me on.
0: That's Sean Robichaud uh, commenting on this case, one of many, many lawyers who are quite outraged by this, because as I said, hard cases make bad law. In other words, one one bad case is not a reason to overturn an entire justice system. It has to be done properly.